continuing to look at the One Another series in the Bible. And in Romans chapter 14, we find he addresses and, and uh, urges us to edifying one another. Now, you know, it's, it's um, always interesting to me that in every, in every occupation or segment of life, it, it, there are certain things that have their own language, you know what I'm saying? And in religious circles, there's, um, we say he's omnipotent, which means what? See, we don't know what it means. All-powerful, okay? Omniscient. And, and honestly, I'm a simpleton. So I'm saying, why do we use those words? Why don't we just say he's all-powerful? I mean, someone said, I heard years ago, a true educator takes simple things and makes them complicated. A communicator takes complicated things and makes them simple. And and sometimes, in spiritually speaking, I don't know how I got on this, but in spiritually speaking, we talk this lingo that it's almost like, um, I'm showing you I know the lingo. Do you know the lingo? I thank God that he's omniscient. And we're standing there, omniscient. What does that mean? Um, All-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present. And so we go through this rather than just saying it. And if you use those words, I'm not criticizing you for you. But what I'm getting at, we say... We are, the Bible says, we are to edify one another. Well, what does that mean? Some of you have an idea. Help them understand, okay. Pardon? Okay, encouragement. Yeah, we put the answers up there for you and... It literally means to build up. Have you ever heard anyone say about some building, what an edifice? It's just another, some of you haven't heard that, right? Well, in the Bible, and King James or New King James, maybe in others, it says other things, but To do this to edify one another. And in Romans chapter 14 and verse 19, in the previous verses, he's saying, you know, we want to, and I'm not going to take the time to read it, but he says, we want to dwell together in harmony. And if, if eating meat, you found a real deal that after they offer meat to idols, They go back in the back alley and they sell filet mignon for a dollar a pound 
man, it's good meat. You can go get it and have some really nice steaks. And people said, man, I'm going to be there. But to someone that was saved out of idol worship, they thought, that stuff's been offered to idols. And I'm not going to touch it. So if you invited them over and you knew that, you wouldn't want to get filet mignon from the idol meat market, okay? Why? You could say, why? There's nothing wrong with it, and they ought to deal with it, and I'm I'm not going to go spend money on it. Well, you don't have to feed them filet mignon. You could catch a fish and give to them, or... No, we're not going vegan, all right? But at uh, any rate, and, and what they're saying to them is, if meat makes your brother offended, then don't eat the meat. It's no big deal. Don't demand your rights. Now, meat isn't an issue here in our day today. But there are other things that are issues, and I'm not going into all that tonight because... That's not the point of what we're looking at. But he, he says, be willing to give up your rights to dwell together in harmony and be dwelling together in harmony so that you can build up one another. Notice verse 19. Let us therefore, he, he's mentioned all the things that I just summarized here, okay? You can go back and read it. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and the things whereby one may edify another. Follow things that make for peace and things by which you may build up one another. Um, Phillips' translation says, So let us concentrate on things which make for harmony and on the growth of one another's character. Another translation, paraphrase, So then the things of peace may we pursue, and the things of building up one another. Another, So then let us aim for harmony in the church, and try to build each other up. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 11, Paul says, comfort yourselves together and edify, which means to build up one another, even as ye also do. The word that is translated edify is a Greek word. It occurs 39 times in the original text, and all but a few of those times it is translated as build or built up. The Lord used this word in Matthew chapter 7 when he spoke of the wise man that built his house upon the rock. Same word that is used here. So he's saying, I want you to, to build one another in the faith, um, to promote each other, to strengthen each other, to build one another. To help them, so tonight um, we're gonna we're gonna illustrate a little bit here, okay? So um, 
let's move this over here. That should be good. Right here. So, Andrew is going to start building something here, okay? Now, as a fellow believer, I am commanded to come along and help build him up. So, what are you building here? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I can help you here to, um, to find a purpose here. Why don't you build a corral, okay? <laughs> yeah, we could we can use these as fence here, and you can make little sections. So a believer is to come along and help build. Now, if I come along and say, what are you doing that? That doesn't make any sense at all. And some of you are thinking that right now, all right? Does that build them up? How many of you have ever had someone say similar words to you? Okay, we've all been there. And what does it make you feel like? Either you want to punch them in the mouth, or you feel like crawling into a hole, or telling them, just bug out of here Mind your own business or whatever else, okay? Go bug somebody else, okay? So, this aspect of building up, of coming alongside and, and saying, well, here, let me, if, if I give you these, we can, we can make it go faster, okay? So, I'm helping build up. I'm helping him. Or I can be over here and, and I can say, Kurt and Jeff, you see what he's doing? I mean, <laughs> look at that. And you know what? We may do this at the coffee shop, but we're actually tearing him down. You see what so-and-so's doing? They're nuts. And he said, as believers, we live in a world that's coming along and saying, get that. The world's coming along trying to knock everything of God down, aren't they? So we, as believers, ought to be coming and saying, hey, you're a believer, I'm a believer. Let's get going here. We have got some stuff that's worth building. Let's build a shelter here. But many times we're our own worst enemies. We are actually doing the work of the devil when we come along and we're hindrances. We're not helping them build. And we come along and it may be, maybe we're not hindering, but we just totally ignore. Totally ignoring is not building. And throughout the scriptures, he commands us to build. You can go sit with your family now, all right, and build them up. But let me just share with you, uh, I'm, I'm just quickly going to read verses, and if you want the notes on this, I can give it to you. 1 Corinthians 14, For as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, 
gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying, the building up of the church. Let all things be done unto building up. Let no corrupt, Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of building up, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Romans 15.2, let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to building up. I'm saying building up in the place of the word edification. Paul in 2 Corinthians 10 said, For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord has given to us for building up, not for your destruction. Paul said, God's given me a ministry, and it's for building up. It's not for tearing down. It's for building up. We do all things, he said, dearly beloved, for your building up. I write these things being absent, he said in 2 Corinthians 13, according to the power which the Lord has given to me for your building up, not for destruction. Now, if we as believers would really learn to build up, as I said, the world, our flesh is in us tearing us down anyway. The world is out there trying to tear us down. We need each other. We need to build up each other. Now, building up is not, let me just mention four things that it is not. It is not approving whatever a person does. We kind of live in a world today that always affirm, always affirm. No, if it's wrong, this guy's granddad said, you're just not going to make it as a tradesman. He pushed him down. What do you think that did to his self-esteem? He was really building him up. He could waste his whole life trying to do something that he isn't gifted to do. So it's not approving whatever a person does. It's not flattery. It's not saying flowery things that aren't really true or or praise that's not really true. We don't have the time. You know what flattery is. It's not done for selfish purposes. You don't come and build somebody up hoping to get something out of it, hoping to advance yourself. It's not done for selfish purposes, and it is not calling evil good, building up Isaiah 5.20, woe be to them that call evil good and good evil. So it's not, well, I just want to build them up, and, and that's not good, but I'm going to call it good. So those are some things that it is not. Building up in, in our framework here, building up is turning a person's focus to Christ or to truth. I mean, let, let's say, let's just say a person's going through a difficult time in life. Building up is not coming along and, and just feeling sorry for them. But let's say a person was deeply offended by someone else. It's not coming along and, and taking up their offense and saying, yeah, what they did to you, that dirty dog, they shouldn't have done that. No, it's helping them to see things from God's perspective. Yeah, 
understand. You may not be able to do that in one thing. But it's to, to help kind of turn them. What encouragement is there apart from Christ? There is not encouragement apart from Christ. Cheer up, things will get better. That's not necessarily true. I mean, it may not get better. I mean, they didn't come to the Apostle Paul and say, cheer up, things could, things are going to get better. In this life, they weren't going to get better. In eternity, they would. But it's turning them, turning their focus and turning it to truth. This is what God says. We can, we can bank on this. This is who God is. This is the truth of God. That's, that's helping them. And, and not only just in that, but they're doing God's work. Come and assist them in it. And by God's work, I don't mean, I mean, they're trying to raise a godly family. Come and assist them in it. They're trying to be the husband or wife they ought to be. Assist them. Can you provide assistance? Can you help build them up in whatever it is? But it, it's all based on truth because Anything that is built, back to the wise man, the foolish man built his house on untruth, on the sand. And so when the winds came, it knocked it down. We need to build them up on truth so that when the storms come, that they'll be able to stand. Building up also leads to peace. See, coming along criticizing it, knocking it down, getting with other guys and laughing about it or mocking it. Um, that doesn't lead to peace. Building up leads to, wow, they're, they're for the same thing I'm for. We're, we're in this together. Listen, we are in this together. And one of the reasons that the cause of Christ grows in persecution is because they realize they're in it together and they're all they have. I'm not, I'm not campaigning for persecution, but you know what? It's too easy for us to not need anybody else. And to build up, to come alongside and build up. How many of you this week got a, P41 text or note or anything like that? How many of you did? Okay, good. How many of you sent a P41? Not near enough, all right? P41, last Sunday night, pray for one person. Pray for one another. And then then when you send that, P41-U, that means I'm praying for you, Okay. Then you can send back to them P41-U2. There you go, see? Or if you want, you say, this is too complicating. But what happens when you got a text that said P41 or I'm praying for you? It's like, hey, we're in this together. That's building up. How easy. So this week, this week, P41, who are you praying for? Let them know. You know, I, it's a blessing to know and receive those and to send those. 
Why? Because that's building up. Wow, we're on. The, we're going the same way here. We're on the same team. I mean, honestly, in life, it happens a lot, doesn't it? That you feel like you're rowing this boat alone. I mean, I'm in this baby alone, and I think I'm getting swept downstream. And to have someone come along and build you up. So how to build up. Be intentional. That means going out tonight and saying, this week I am looking for people that I can build up. I've done enough tearing down in my life. It's time to build up. Who can I build up? Who can I encourage? Who can I help point to Christ? Who can I... um, come alongside of who can I build up and assist you have to you have to plan on it you have to think about it you have to remind yourself and then praise that which is good you see something good praise it that's that's one of the purposes of government the purpose of government is to praise that which is good and judge that which is evil well As Christians, we should be praising that which is good. And you see something good? Come alongside. Wow, that is a great job that you're doing there. In order to build up, thirdly, you need to be a listener. You need to listen. What are they doing? What are they building? Is there any way I can assist in this? What are they battling? Can I help them in the battle? That's building them up. And it's not just listening with your ears, it's, if you please, listening with your eyes. It's listening with your heart. Man, what do I sense going on here? How can I be of assistance to them? Um, the reality of that. And then strengthen the weak. You see someone that's weak, and we've all been there where, where we're weak. I don't just mean physically. I mean spiritually or emotionally or mentally. What can I do to strengthen them? What would, what would be something I can do to, to provide a little boost to them? Give help to the weary. Life is wearying. And to look around, who's weary right now? What could we do to help them? And then we said it's turning their focus to Christ. Lead them to Christ and the Word. Anything anything I say, if it isn't truth, if it isn't based in God's Word, anything you and I say is not going to sustain unless it's truth, unless it's God's Word. Because that's a relationship that is unbreakable. I mean, you can come along and you might encourage him, but you're going to be gone. I mean, you'll be gone tomorrow. But God, truth, the Word of God, the Spirit of God is there. And honestly, if you lift people up, You are doing the work of God, and God will lift you up. I mean, think of that. To do the work of God. 
God is in the building business. And, and to come along and God sees, there's someone doing my work. God's going to come along and lift you up. And this is just practical. I was going to say simple. It's, it's not complicated, but it's difficult because we think I've got enough going on in my own life. But the reality is, he tells us over and over again, edification, edify one another, build up one another, strengthen one another, build up, build up. How can I help build? And again, think of it. If you don't build up your family, who's going to? Neighbors aren't. Know who will? Someone with an evil purpose and desire to corrupt and destroy them. And the reality is, if we don't build up one another, who is going to? So, to be Quite honest with you, I was disappointed in how many P-41s there were last week, okay? We got to do way better than that. I mean, this team won't even make it out of the cellar playing like that. We're hitting about 150 in baseball. That's a bad. I don't know if we're even hitting 150, okay? But seriously, if we don't start praying for one another, we're going to see people dropping I mean, well, that's too bad. No, it's not too bad. I mean, it's not just too bad. It's horrible. And we need each other. So here's our exercise. Everybody stand up. Turn around three times. No, I'm kidding. Look and find someone that you are going to pray for this week and let them know. Look around so you can see. Ask God, God, help me to to find who you want me to pray for. Um, You know, and and let them know somehow um, that you're praying for them, all right? I mean, those of you that received it will nod your head in agreement. What a blessing it is to know someone's praying for you. It's just like brightens your day. And you don't know when God prompts you to pray for them and send them. You have no idea what they're going through at that time. God does, though. And maybe they're not going through anything, but it's nice to know somebody's praying. So everybody's got their one person. If you're ambitious, Drew raised his hand. That's good. Drew's got his, all right? Everybody's got their one. If you're ambitious, you can get two or three, all right? And um, so we, this will be a, this is one simple way of building up. But be intentional. And it's not just, you know, the Bible says do good to all men, but especially those of the household of faith. So go to work tomorrow and think, who could I build up? I mean, know what happens at most workplaces? It's putting down, isn't it? What were they thinking? What an idiot, you know. How does he keep his job? Or what? I mean, to build up and the difference that that will make. So I had you stand up. Now we're going to have you sit down, all right? And we're going to get microphones to pray. And one thing.